Hello, welcome to the With Parents Podcast. My name is Jason Gant. I'm the pastor of Kids and Families here at Church of the Resurrection. I'm so glad you tuned in because today is a very meaningful episode. Uh, it's an episode of the heart. You're going to meet a first-time children's book author, Jill Pietroburgo. This is her book. It's called Sometimes Grandma Calls Me Jean. It is about how, well, her own family, this is a personal story, but how, if you're struggling with dementia or a family member with dementia, how to help children understand that. There's a list in the back of tips and tricks you're going to hear inspiring stories. You're going to get to meet her and her husband, Phil, who just happens to be a children's pastor. They both have a passion for kids and families and helping people to know a meaningful relationship with God. This is going to be a great episode. Uh, let's go. So let's jump right in. Uh, welcome, Jill and Phil. Great to connect with you both. Great to have spent some time getting to know you and to know your story. We are talking today specifically about this book. Uh, the name of the book is Sometimes Grandma Calls Me Jean. It hasn't come out yet. You can pre-order it on Amazon. We're going to carry it in our bookstore. You're going to find out why this is a really important book. And it's not just a book to read to your children. It's a book that is filled, like pages in the back, of like tips and how to approach uh, the challenging topic of dementia. Um, and so, so hey, tell us who you are. Well, I'm Jill Pietroburgo, and I this is my husband Phil, and we've been married 33 years. Awesome. And we have three children. So we have Jesse, who's married to Maddie. And we have Grace, who's married to Malachi, and then our youngest is Samuel, and he's not married, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, my, my job that I do is I work in early childhood special ed, and I have a, that means I work with three to five-year-olds yeah. in our school district. We live in West Plains, Missouri, which is in the Ozarks, yeah. almost in Arkansas, so we live in a Small town, 12,000 people. It's a beautiful area. Yes. If you've never been to yes. this area, I've been fly fishing there a few mm -hmm. times. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. The Ozarks are underrated mountain <laughs> area in America. They really are. Like yeah. everybody hears about the Rockies and the Appalachians. The Ozarks are beautiful. It is it's like the, you know, springs that are crystal. Oh I can't say it. Clistro <laughs> crystal clear. Yes. Crystal clear, yes. Um, and they're beautiful and kayaking and, you know, yeah. canoeing and all that. So it's really fun. But we live on our, my parents' family farm, and we just, you know, um, Phil can tell a little bit about himself, but he's a children's pastor at our church and was a former middle school principal. Okay. So. Yeah. You guys have a lot of knowledge about kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It's like Been around innate. kids a little bit. It's innate. Yeah. We love Kansas City. Yes. We actually met in Liberty. Yes. Uh, going to school at William Jewell. Yes. In uh, grade uh, school. Then when we married, it. yeah, great school. When we married, uh, lived here. And so we love Kansas City. We root for the Chiefs, as we were talking right. earlier. Yeah, we I have to Chiefs. say, <laughs> I am from St. Louis. Okay. So sure. when it comes to baseball, we may have a little different side. Well, at least it were different leagues, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> if you don't know about the Kansas City uh, rivalry between the Royals and Cardinals, they play every year, even though it's National <laughs> League and, and American League, but that's a big rivalry. It's called the I-70. I-70, uh, yeah. Rivalry, uh, rivalry, which is, uh, it's fun. In and our that teams. year, what was the year at Jewel? That uh, so rough, 1985. Yeah. Of course, you were there. I wasn't. I'm oh, you're, right. you're younger. <laughs> nice. Lean into it now, right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, this book is really important. 
It really is. There's not a lot of resources for families who are dealing with dementia and and uh, and things like dementia. And so this is really important, but it's personal for you guys. This isn't just, hey, I'm an early childhood specialist. I'm a middle school and kid specialist, and this is an important topic. This mm-hmm. this is you're being vulnerable about your own life. So tell us the inspiration behind the book. Well, I am an adopted daughter. I don't know if I shared that with you, but my parents adopted me, and I was very young. I was two weeks old, and we lived in Oklahoma City. But And I another story. I can come back another time if you want to share this. But I found my birth mom um, when I was older, and that was a, a definitely a testimony to share. But so out of that, you know, I um, my mom now— developed dementia. And so we moved back to the area. We were living in St. Louis at the time. And we, my dad was actually the first one kind of getting sick and having a lot of heart issues and Mm. not, he had some um, complications from the war because he had been shot. He was in the Korean war and just, and rheumatoid, uh, what was it called? The Rheumatic fever. And so just things were building up on him. And so we really initially were kind of trying to come back to help caretake for my dad. Yeah. And even during that time, my dad would be like, your mom's just not, you know, remembering things or your mom's doing this or, your, you know, even though he was the one, you know, kind of failing um, at that point. And so... After he passed away, and my kids, our kids were younger then, and, um, you know, I can still remember at his funeral, my oldest son, you know, he's just like, you know, I just lost my best friend, you know, and and that's, you know, that's how close they were, you know, and that's the beauty of caretaking as a family and helping family, but... um, the dec- after my dad died, you know, there's, you know, the, you, people go through the depression and, sure. you know, you've lived with somebody, you know, that long and being married to someone. Yeah. And it's hard, but I think all that piled up on my mom. And even though she was probably showing signs that got covered up from my dad, you know, you're not paying attention as much to her um, because of him. Um, and then after he was gone, you begin to see, oh, this is what he's talking about. Um, and so she began to show more signs of, um, you know, hallucinating and um, escaping the house and not being able to do, uh, believing that, you know, things like we were poisoning her or she wouldn't take her medicine, she wouldn't shower. And, and so those things became began to be, obviously, we were going to have to do something or not. And we were having people come in. Uh, we were paying people to come in and help us. Um, and some and my son, he was in, you know, in the later years, he was like in his senior year and playing soccer. And like, we didn't want to miss his game. So we had to get people to come help us. And lots of people from the church were very gracious. Yeah. And to to help us and so that we could go do those things. And and so that's, you know, something I would want to say is like, don't be scared. I think a lot of people are scared to ask for help. Yeah, um, sure. But you need it. Like you can't do everything, you know, and 
And so it's so important to realize to do that. You have to, um, there's, you know, like the world doesn't stop like, oh, they're trying to really care give for their mother. So we won't, ca- there won't be any more problems like they have to deal with, you know, other things are going to still happen in your life. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you've got to be able to, you know, trust in the Lord to supply. Yeah. And so denying people to help you, I think is almost like denying God's grace to you and his mercy because you, yeah. those people can be hands and feet of Jesus, you know? And so, yeah. well um, you know, I, I reach out to, I still thank people just last week. I was thanking somebody for like, thank you for helping me during those really dark times, you know, because it, it was like being in a pit, you know, it was, a, yeah. you know, it's scary. And you're like, Lord, you know, um, you know, is it Corey Tim Boom that says there is no, there's not a pit so deep that God's not deeper still, you mm-hmm. know? And so, um, and actually one of the verses in my book talks about the light, you know, um, yeah. that God is light in the darkness and, you know, can't be overcome. And, That's right. and I clung to that because I'm like, no matter how hard it seems right now, you're here, you know, right. and there is a purpose. And, you know, I always express myself through writing, even as a child, like I wrote songs, I wrote poetry. So like writing was always something, I wouldn't say I was good at it necessarily, but it was just expression of how I got my feelings out. Yeah. And so it was kind of, I wasn't like thinking, oh, I'm going to write a book. Like I wasn't like even yeah. thinking that it was just like I was in that time of a awake and sleep and these words were just pouring in my head and I was like uh <laughs> what am, what's going on and so I just kind of write things down and I'm like lord what am I what am I to do with this yeah and of course you see what happened but you know I just mm-hmm. felt like it was a step of obedience okay I'm just going to take this step okay now this step and and so the end result mm-hmm. was this book but that's, that's kind of how it all came about. But. That's beautiful. And I hear your faith speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- th- it comes through in the book. It's certainly not an overtly Christian book, but you can tell your faith is is threading through uh, your story. This is mm-hmm. this is your story. And uh, and you offer even tips uh, in the back that that offer some scriptures uh, of hope and understanding and um, that's just so important. It's so beautiful. Um, because uh, God does meet us in those difficult places. Sometimes it's hard to see. And, and I also think there's always these moments where, where God um, can take a really difficult moment and also bring beauty from it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes in the moment it's difficult to see, but this is, this is the God we believe in is always creating a new and a fresh and resurrecting, if you will. And that, I mean, that's, that's right. it's part of our faith, right? It's not about, everything being perfect, but it's about recognizing that God is with us in all the mess, mm-hmm. right? We, we're not alone. And right. and that's that's just a powerful message. You can see that in who you are as we've been talking and just getting to know each other. And I love you uh, mentioning your church community because that's the kind of community we want to be, mm-hmm. is that whenever somebody's in need, we want to surround them and, and be supportive and yes, help them help them receive that support because yes. that's also a way the church gets to be alive in our lives right. is to receive as much as give. Right. It's, right. it's, it's like both and, but it's hard, right? Like it's hard to say I need help. Right. Um, 
And that was that's your intent here. Your intent as uh, the church is to say to parents, here's a tool, mm-hmm. here's a way you might approach this with your children if if you're struggling with dementia in your family. And um, I love the uh, the illustrations. Here's the kind of the title page. Uh, sometimes Grandma calls me Jean. These are very close depictions of <laughs> of real life. Of yeah, daughter and mom, right? And uh, and our illustrator, she's I hired her from Canada through a comp, you know, through an online called Upwork. But uh, she wanted, you know, I sent her lots of photographs. So z- these are done from real photographs of, you know, the different scenes. and. Yeah, in fact, you actually put a, a page, which I thought was so personal and, and authentic, mm-hmm. a page of the actual photographs of your mm-hmm. family. I think people can identify with this, right? Because yeah. then it's like, oh, this isn't just an author. This is a mom. Yeah. This is, you know, uh, this is a wife. This is uh, a disciple of Christ. This is a, a person who also has and is facing difficult challenges in life, um, but also great joys. You see the joy uh, through the family photos of mm-hmm. life moments mm-hmm. and just the recognition, the power of family. Um, and even more powerful now that I learned you're adopted. Like, uh, yeah, that hadn't come out yet. That, what a beautiful story uh, that, of what God is doing and, and speaking in, in through your life. And I, I have to mention because it was kind of exciting when we started talking. He said, by the way, my husband's a children's pastor. And I said, that's amazing, because that's yeah. who wrote the foreword uh, yes. in here as well. And so want to give a little bit of a hype here to uh, to Phil, because uh, I love what you shared in the in the forward, Phil. You talk about the, the need to, yeah, we need to protect our children. We feel the need to protect our children. They are a gift from God. Yet at the same time, it's really about guiding our children and, and helping them learn about the life that they will experience different challenges and how do we equip them for it, right? And I don't know if you wanted to speak to that at all and, and um, if, uh, if Jill's okay with that, but I just it's, it's well, a powerful word. We, uh, we both feel, and I know we share with you, that where children are truly discipled is in the course of life. Hmm. And you shared with us in our conversation earlier just how important example is yes in how we actually teach and disciple Absolutely. and so that's what we see for the benefit of children grandchildren uh, when you're going through life um, and it includes a challenge like loving one in your family with dementia yeah. um, it's actually an opportunity yes uh, for the child it's an opportunity for us uh, God is obviously teaching us and growing us through every part of our lives. And so kind of Jill's call, I think, through this book, and I'm right there with her, is embrace the opportunity. Embrace this part of life, too. Um, and the benefits are amazing of how children can grow through this as, as well as us. Yeah, there's a, a great scripture I think of, right? When you say these kinds of words uh, in Proverbs, it says, train a child up in the way that they should go. And when mm-hmm. they're old, they will not stray from it. And right. and we do, we, we, we are called to do that. That's our job as parents, as families to help raise a generation. And, but maybe that training is really less teaching and more example of how we approach things in life, right? Mm-hmm. And Couldn't agree more. And, and being authentic, like we're human. This is a human experience. You you shared with me how difficult some of the moments were just mm-hmm. balancing life in in the family and how to get the best care for 
people you love, mm-hmm. right? Those are tough, tough moments. And that's why you wrote the book, that it might help other families. And mm-hmm. I do want to mention too, because uh, I just thought there's some really good, like practical, there's meaningful, also practical. You've got a You've got a feeling chart to talk to your kids about mm-hmm. how they feel, which I think is important. And then you offer this section on uh, tips to support children, all kinds of, of ways you might think about talking about your emotions and uh, learning and how your child uh, recognize what a, a loved one may be feeling. And then you give uh, a whole, I mean, just like, I don't know, 40 bullet points on how to prepare your child. Certainly your faith comes through as, as you share some verses that speak, but but even beyond uh, that, participating in uh, painting with water and watercolor and uh, creating a visual schedule to use with a loved one. I know the visual schedules are important mm-hmm. and that helps with, with people that are struggling with dementia. Just a great tool. And, that, and that's part of why we started this podcast was to inspire yeah. uh, parents, also to equip them to share, hey, these are tools that are out there that may help your family and your situation. I know that there are going to be people who are in the midst of this. Um, and we're going to carry this book in our bookstore. Uh, it comes out in the next uh, month. And it's also available now on Amazon. You can go and, and pre-order it, which is really cool. And, um, and then one thing I wanted to Share, you shared with me a story. Tell us about when you went to do a reading uh, with your mom. Yeah. Yeah, Tell us about that. So just last week, we were able to, um, so the book launched on Amazon on September 6th. And that day, we went to my mom's care home and we had already been, you know, putting up flyers and kind of making a hype of it, you know, and trying to get the residents excited and the staff and, and everybody really was like, they were like, I can't wait till Wednesday. And we had a baker in town make, um, forget me not cookies. And, and so, and I had, we had uh, had a, um, my mom's old music director, he now works for a hospice agency, but he came. And so after I read the story and I had a big book made, so I didn't read from that. I had this larger, um, print made by a friend of mine, Scott Heidi, and he printed that for me. And then, so I read from that and then, uh, David Ball did, singing for us and it was just great they were just singing to the top of their lungs and you know had a great time so it was it was just I told them I cried talking on the microphone to them because I knew like this is the moment you know I know I will do other things with this book but this is the moment you know of of uh, just what this book means to me and and it's dedicated to people like that, that are working with your loved one, you know, and people that are there. And, you know, the residents even love my mom. Like I walk in and they're like, oh, your mom's over there or your mom did this today or she smiled at me. You know, they all watch out for her and, you know, they're beautiful. Yeah. And so it's important to, you know, if you do have to make that decision, like that was never our, where we wanted to go. Like we thought, you know, Good families keep their loved ones at home, sure. you know. Sure. Um, but I've I've learned also that good families have to make other choices that are our best. And because we couldn't protect my mom. So is that, you know, is that really honoring to her to right. keep her in an unsafe situation? So um, 
I don't want anybody. I think a lot of people can get trapped into that thinking. And so building those relationships with, you know, other caregivers that are a part of your journey is so important. And we try to, you know, encourage them and express our gratitude to them and, you know, and I try to help as much as I can, like when I can go in and help feed her or I can help, you know, toilet her, like, let's get really authentic, you know, like, um, you know, I do it, you know, I'm, I'm not as scared to, okay, well come in here and do it. You know, I mean, um, and sometimes I have to advocate for my mom, like, Hey, um, I saw this, is there something we could do that would be different or, you know, because she can't talk and she can't express those things herself. And so, but we can do those things with grace and um, with kindness and we don't have to, you know, not that you're maybe not feeling that inside at some points, but, you know, but that's the way, like we talked about modeling, that's how we can model with our children. And if they're there watching us, like, hey, I remember mom doing this with grandma, you know. Right. That kind of thing. So. Yeah, that will be an imprint on our entire life, on your mm-hmm. kids' lives, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, let me say this, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. <laughs> right? I mean, that's. I know that's what I want to hear from mm-hmm. God when I approach this life. And, and, uh, and I would just say thank you for this. Thank you for having the courage to share this to really put it into a form where others can benefit from it. Uh, I just know there are going to be families in our church and maybe our community that 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 uh, read this, hear it, learn about it, and come up and say, I'm so glad you shared that story. We didn't know there were such a resource out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, w- the best part about this book is not just that it helps children understand and learn how to have grace and to, and to understand why their loved one might be calling them a different name or not remembering their name. My favorite part is that you were so vulnerable, both of you really, in your lives are entwined in the book. Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is more than uh, Jill the author. This is Jill the human, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jill the daughter. Um, it, it shines through. And to me, that it means it just has more meaning. And so I appreciate that. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. That's why uh, Chase and I am so proud of Jill. Um, I want to share that. Of course, I'm proud that she has set a goal and written a book and and taken it through and is still working hard to get to get that book out. You know, but more, I am proud of her just for who she is. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thanks for saying this that. happened. You know, because she loves deeply. Um, she. She loves her mom, and uh, she loves all of her family, obviously. Uh, but that's what this came from, um, and she loves her God. Yes. Um, in fact, she hasn't really told, you know, you mentioned that God would bring words to your mind, and, and you would write them down. And the story, the actual narrative in the book, really came pretty much as a flood um, all at once. Um, wow. And then, of course, she worked at it, and fine-tuned it, um, but um, it was a, a step of obedience on her part mm. to take it to that level of actually making sure it got into a book form. Right. So just proud of who she is and uh, so thankful for the impact it's going to have potentially, you know, oh, yeah. around the around the state, around the country, around the world, but 
the impact it's already had on our kids yes. because they have a mom That's uh, who loves the way she does. That's beautiful. And I'll just go ahead and say it. So if you're a care worker out there in a nursing facility, an assisted home facility, you need to stock these books. <laughs> You've got families coming in who are like, what do I do? How do I deal with this? Um, if you're a social worker or your case manager, your nurse in a setting, this is a great tool that you can give to a family that you can offer up and say, here's a way you might approach this with your family. Here's a way that you might understand. This is one one uh, woman's journey uh, mm -hmm. through this and her family. And that, I think that's beautiful. And uh, so this is fantastic. Any any final words that yeah, you want to share? Just tagging along. And I, I was feeling this earlier too, uh, a part of the story about the event where the book was shared mm. at Brookhaven Nursing Home. Yeah. Um, we want to give a shout out to Brookhaven where Jill's awesome. mom has lived uh, for several years. Um, and that day, um, she, uh, as she does in the acknowledgments too, but she honored Brookhaven uh, saying, you know, this is about honoring my mom today, yeah. but it's about honoring our whole team here. Yeah. The whole community, the residents who support her mom, yeah. uh, all the professionals who support her. Uh, and that's, that's the reality, that this book is really written from Jill's heart to honor every member of the team that is so important to, to her mom's care. Yeah. That's great. At the kind of the very beginning stages, like um, a lady came up to me and she's like, well, I hope... I really hope your book's successful. And I was like, oh, well, it's already been successful. Like, you know, it's not even out or anything, but like I already, you know, people were coming to me or I was able to lead people to a support group or, you know, share information. So I feel like if I never sell one more book, I've already, you know, been successful. So, you That's know, cool. God will, you know, it's his book. Like he... I just walk the step, so it'll whatever he wants to do with it at this point. But, um, that's but that's kind of where um, how I feel about it. But I think a, as a final thought, I would just say you know um, that there are no perfect days, you know, um, but every day is a perfect opportunity to do it better the next time, and wow. I think that's something that I definitely learned because. There's a lot of failure, <laughs> you know, on our part because we didn't always know what to do. Um, and in those beginning stages, you know, my mom used to think strings were coming out of her body and she would just be pulling, 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 pulling strings all day long. Oh, just believe strings were coming out. And you could tell her to your blue in the face, mom, there's not strings. And she believed people could talk to her through the air vents and that there was a new telephone system developed and that she could hear, you know, my aunt calling her on through the air vent. And she'd say, get, just get down there and listen. You can you can hear him, wow. you know. And so you can tell someone, you know, and we would try to argue, which is the very wrong thing to do, <laughs> you know, but in the beginning, you know, and so just, you know, learning from those mistakes that you will make because we're human, but like, let's do it better tomorrow. You know, let's do it differently. Let's, let's have some empathy. Let's, let's listen to a podcast about dementia. Let's, you know, join a support group. Let's reach out to a friend. Let's figure out a way to get, you know, to do it differently. And, right. um, wow. That's well, 
beautiful. I love there. There are no perfect days. Yeah. No perfect opportunities, and uh, and we learn from our mistakes. We are human. Well said. Um, thank you both for for coming up to Kansas City and yeah. and uh, being interviewed as a part of the podcast. Coming home a little bit. A little so, bit. A little yeah. bit of a, a memory moment for you. I'm glad to say that. And thank you all for tuning in and watching. Uh, this book will be in our bookstore. Uh, I'm even going to reach out to our Silverlink Ministries that works in nursing homes to like, make them aware of this resource. It might be a great resource for them to share with as well. Um, and if you are uh, uh, don't have a church home, we'd love to be your church home here at Resurrection.Church. You can worship with us online, TV, or any one of our six locations. We also have a care and counseling ministry. So if this is something you're struggling with, if your family is struggling with dementia or are any need like that, know that we have resources to support you. We're just so glad you've tuned in today. If you've enjoyed this, share it with a friend and invite them uh, to also grow in our faith together. Thanks again for watching.